Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire. Huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey, everybody. What's going on? I'm Rob Sesternino. Happy to kick off another Big Brother season with you. And here we are on a big day today when we finally learned the identities of the 16 new players that will be playing in Big Brother 24 plus much more. Here we are today, and I am so blessed to be joined here once again by the man who for the next 80 some odd days will be in your ears talking about what happens every single day along the way. It's Taryn Armstrong. Taryn, how are you? Happy Big Brother season. Yes, I'm so excited for the season to start next week now that we got the cast drop. No, <laughs> Taryn, that the season what? starts tomorrow. No, it doesn't. Come on, this Rob. This is the cast drop. Taryn, we're 24 hours away. What are you talking about? Taryn. Come on, we got we gotta go. We didn't drop the cast time. the day before the season starts. We gotta starts. leave right now. We're not gonna make it. Are you serious? I I, I gotta get things ready. You get ready. Oh boy, this is it. Right. This is not okay. a drill. It's tomorrow. Tomorrow. Oh man, we gotta go. What are we gonna do? <laughs> Surprise! Yeah. <laughs> Taryn, we are but 24 hours until the Big Brother premiere Wednesday night. It'll be a 90 minute premiere. We'll be live after the episode with the full recap live move in to boot. Not to mention live feeds coming up later on in the wee hours of the morning after the West Coast airing of 
Big Brother 24's premiere. It's all starting, and they really waited until the last minute to drop a bunch of stuff on us. Yeah, I think um, it's maybe they were just like, uh, hey, we don't want any last minute, uh, you know, switches or, uh, you know, yeah, like a drama or anything to happen. So I think that they probably made the right call. <laughs> sure. It just feels like that every year. I feel like that, you know, we're, we get less and less and less. And, I, and by next year, I'll just be like, uh, just watch the show. <laughs> yeah, probably. Just watch the show. That's fine. That's fine. And we're going I mean, to. That. Yeah. Yeah. And it'll just, you know, give us give us less and less. Um, really, we got a few interviews with Julie today. The house tour, like all consolidated in one day. Plus, uh, we got then cast uh, I- some interviews, some bios, really. And it was uh, Mike Bloom and Sharon Tharp, really. And, and, and doing a lot of work and then nothing else. Yeah, uh, and I mean, I'm I'm fine with that. I like both of those people, so yeah, great. We don't pe- need anyone else. Great people. I guess you yeah. don't need anybody else. Uh, but you know, we don't have uh, a, a ton about these people, but we do have some stuff. So uh, mm. we'll set up basically everything we know here at this hour. And of course, uh, very excited uh, to kick off Big Brother season. Of course, up top, just want to remind everybody. Make sure you subscribe to Rob as a podcast for all of your big brother coverage. Go to Rob has slash subscribe. You can subscribe to the Rob's podcast main feed and the Rob as a podcast, big brother feed where you will get not only all of our big brother recaps, but also Taryn's daily live feed update, not to mention uh, the round tables and much more uh, coming your way here. All big brother season long. All right, Taryn at this hour, we do know that we have a theme for Big Brother 24. Mm. I'm, I'm, I'm enthralled, Rob. What's, what's the theme? Give it to me. All right. All right. So there's a lot of cool different directions uh, we could go. But I think that probably the most requested theme for Big Brother has to be they're gonna, they, they gave the fans what they wanted. Palm Springs Motel. Finally! Oh my God! Yep, we've been asking for this for years. I Rob. know, I know, and, and and who says Big Brother doesn't do fan service? Okay, yeah. I mean, look, it, sometimes it takes them a while, but they always eventually they eventually give you what you want. Palm Springs Motel is oddly specific. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> you didn't hear the story about one of the producers who was at a Palm Spring, Springs Motel and was just like. Wait a minute. <laughs> this is it. This is the theme. You got it. Yes. Yes. So, Taryn, have you seen the house photos? Is there anything that really uh, seems interesting to you? Uh, I think they still haven't fixed the ceiling tiles in the HOH room. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's mainly what stood out to me. Yeah. Okay. Well, they didn't have pretty. pretty uh, look, I'm I'm a big fan of, you know, taking risks as an artist. And I feel like the artistic risk of not fixing the tiles after last year, definitely a big risk. Mm-hmm. And I, I don't know. We'll see if it pays off. Okay. Expect the unexpected. So uh, that's the motif. But then the actual theme of the season seems to be festivals. Mm. Festivals. Like yep. 
music festivals. We know that Big Brother loves us. Music festivals, like Stagecoach. They find a lot of contestants there, right? Uh, Comedy festivals. Mm. Zing Uh, festivals. Clown shoe festivals. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So really just throwing a lot of stuff at the at the wall here yeah i mean uh we we every year we see big brother canada just like do some wacky theme that's so over the top and there's colors everywhere um and it's not even like it's not even festival themed it's just like uh you know here here's the uh the casino theme wild and in 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 all over the place right uh big brother us is like uh here's a festival and it's it's just like uh yep that's that's the house i mean festivals at a palm springs motel is not a theme it's a mad lib taryn it sounds a little mad libby Mm -hmm. yeah but here we are here we are i mean let's be real how a percentage out of a hundred how much will this theme play into the season in any way yeah almost uh probably not in any way i I thought you were going to ask me how many weeks do you think (laughs) we get a festival before they just cool it are we gonna get a uh let's get ready for a festival i hope so yeah there definitely will be a festival intro but the question that i had was that you know because they said there's going to be a zing fest so that sort mm. of implies that the festivals will last until the Zingbot. I bet that they probably only have like four ideas. Like this is going to be sort of like whatever the Sunday night competition is yeah. going to be something having to do with the festivals. And then after that, then I feel like we're going to drop the festivals pretty quick. Yeah, which I think is fine because if they, if I had to sit through, you know, 80 days of them trying to shoehorn festivals into every aspect of the gameplay, I'd, mm-hmm. I guess I'd just be making fun of it the whole time. So it'd be probably fine. Terry, any word if the teams of four are going to be back for uh, Big Brother 24? I believe that Julie's stance on teams was, no, there will not be teams. I mean, wait, kind of, a little bit. I'm not sure. Expect the unexpected, as yeah. al- as always. Now, one other thing that we got from Julie's uh, different interviews that she did was also there is some aspect of a fan vote uh, that we should be expecting in BB24. Do you have a sense of what they're trying to do here? Um, just screw up the season. Is that sure? An sure. Answer? Yeah, of course. It goes, that goes without saying. But that, from what I understand, I believe Julie told. Uh, I think it was Mike Bloom that the the person who is uh, the people that are on the block may not mm. be the people that go home. Yes, that uh, no nobody will be safe in the first uh, on the first eviction night. Um, I don't know if that has to do with the fan vote or yeah. if that's a separate thing. But right. uh, yeah, definitely. Uh, I would I would expect that nobody is safe unless because uh, look Julie doesn't lie like Jeff Probst does uh, so if she says somebody's safe they're probably safe but mm-hmm. um, but uh, if she doesn't say somebody's safe then they're definitely not safe. Do you feel like the first thing that I heard when I, when I read that Julie said that the person who might go home might not be on the block? Do you think that we could potentially have Mon Juan? In the uh, for people that didn't watch Celebrity Big Brother, could could you explain that? Yes. So the Mon Juan 
twist yeah. uh, was uh, it was actually the best part of the twist is that it was actually nom now mm-hmm. backwards. Uh, and so um, it was basically uh, if you've seen Big Brother Canada, uh, you've seen something similar to this as well. Uh, it's a concept that's kind of coming around in the Big Brother sphere. It's the safety chain. It's, um, you know, you, you just kind of you pass along. Uh, safety until you get to the end and then uh, depending on how the safety chain works, um, somebody gets nominated or evicted or something along those lines. So, you know, that I, I you know, how would that change things up? It, it depends on like what the situation is, but uh, I, I think the safety chain is a, is a pretty good concept overall. I think it's kind of interesting as a first week thing, but uh, maybe a little more interesting if you wait a little bit, but we'll see. Okay, so People are voting. There could be some uh, changing of the nominations. That's basically what we know. Yes. Um, And so, like, if we're going to tie the um, uh, America's vote or fan vote in, um, maybe the fans vote for the start of the chain, uh, somebody Mm -hmm. to be safe, and then they pass it to somebody and then so on and so forth. So uh, we'll see. Okay. Terry, anything else uh, that we want to set up as far as uh, Big Brother 24 overall here before we start to talk about some of the cast members that we've gotten to meet today? I don't think so. I mean, you know, it's it's premiering tomorrow night, so uh, you know we can speculate all we want, but we're about to be proven wrong. Okay, ninety minute premiere here. Um, were the last couple of live move in premieres were they ninety minutes or did we get two hour premieres? Um, I don't think we usually get two hour premieres. I think we usually get, uh, if anything, a one hour premiere followed by the next day also having an episode. Um, but I, but I guess the live move in, I don't think yeah. that's what we did last year. Yeah. Um, um, so I, I, I know that the last, the last two seasons, we basically have had the gr- they moved in in groups of four and then they had the, right. like, basically like, remember they had like the puzzles last year and it was the same thing. So, um, I, I don't know if like, we will have some sort of like, uh, the same competition playing out over and over and over again. Probably. I think that's that's basically what we saw. We saw it on All Stars. We saw it on 23. Yeah, mm-hmm. I would expect we're going to get something like that. Okay. So, all right. So, uh, join us uh, for the full recap of the premiere live on Wednesday night. Uh, we'll be live at 9.45 uh, p.m. Eastern Time. Taryn, should we m- briefly meet our 16 new house guests? We're going to more than briefly meet them very soon, so... Okay. Let's do it. All right. So let's go through them. Uh, these are going to be in alphabetical order. Uh, we do have a slideshow uh, that was uh, put together by our own intrepid Sam Moore. Okay. Uh, so let's go ahead and let's let's look at our cast here. And the first person we'll talk about in alphabetical order, Alyssa. Another Alyssa. Yes. Alyssa Snyder. She's a uh, Snyder. Okay. Uh Taryn, what do we know about Alyssa Snyder? Uh, not much, to be honest. Um, she's 24. She's from Florida. Um, and she's a marketing rep. Mm-hmm. Um, in terms of like the interviews that she gave, I found that in the video from Sharon, yeah. uh, she was the by far the least communicative uh, person yeah. to give answers. 
Right. So uh, Mike Bloom has some written answers from the house guests. Uh, Sharon Tharp has a about a 40 minute video uh, where she asked the same question to the house guests and they uh, and you get to see their answers one after the other. I especially appreciated uh, Sharon going through the trouble for this because I am at, at this point, I, I feel like borderline illiterate. So I really need a, I'm a visual learner, Taryn. I really need to, yeah. yeah. And so I think that she that her answers were tacked on the end, and I did not think that she gave many memorable answers to Sharon's questions. Yeah, basically the the question would be like, uh, what would you do in this situation in the game? And everyone would give like a one to two minute answer, and then Alyssa would be like, well, I'd do this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now this is amazing, Taryn. Allegedly, apparently, she is from the same town. As Big Brother 23's Alyssa, Sarasota, Florida, and Mm. they know each other. They know each other. (laughs) Yep. Oh, boy. Do we think that uh, Alyssa has, uh, Alyssa, BB23 Alyssa has given her all of the tips and tricks that she needs to to survive the house? Probably. Um, yeah. yeah, Alyssa Lopez tweeted out, OMG, yes, we always talked about how we are both super fans of the show, keeping the Sarasota and Alyssa name strong. So not only are they from the same town, they have the same name. I got to think Alyssa Lopez is a little peeved, right? I mean, let's face Look, it. She's on Alyssa, the challenge. She's on the yeah, challenge. She's got yeah, She's true. moved on to other things, but come on. I mean, look, if Alyssa Snyder does better on Big Brother 24 Mm -hmm. uh, and then, you know, Alyssa Lopez doesn't do great on the challenge, you know, we might see a different Alyssa. I feel like there's only room for one Alyssa from Big Brother. Mm -hmm. The Highlander. You can't be like, oh, it's Alyssa from Big Brother 20, 20, 20, 20, which the 24, 24, 23, which the, that one from the challenge, the, but the first challenge, but not the second challenge. No, it's just one Alyssa from Big Brother. It's, you got to fight for the spot. Okay. All right. We'll see uh, who emerges as the uh, supreme Alyssa from Sarasota, Florida coming up. Uh, It's going to be very confusing. (laughs) Sure. Okay, I guess so. I like when you show like uh, like oh, Aly- Alyssa from Sarasota is here from Big Brother. Yes, which one? <laughs> to be fair, I don't think I've ever referred no. to Alyssa from Big Brother twenty three as Alyssa from Sarasota. Mm-hmm. Okay, all right. So uh, that's that's Alyssa. Let, let's let's move on to uh, our next person. Okay, all right. Let's maybe we have a little bit more to talk about with Amira. Mm. Yes, uh, I liked her. She's thirty one. She's from Maryland. Uh, a content designer um not sure what that means uh but um, yeah, what is it? a content designer designs content i guess but what content i mean don't we it's, all I, look look when i say i'm a content creator it's very similar uh mm-hmm. but that's almost why i'm interested in what a content designer is yeah i mean hopefully we get to find out in the intro uh, hopefully um but uh so maybe um, maybe big brother could use a few uh content designers maybe maybe <laughs> um there were a couple things that stood out to me in the video she seemed very charming uh which is always a good sign i think um just somebody that seemed like she would probably be easy to talk to uh however in some of her written interviews like the one with aka the only written interview mm-hmm, with mm-hmm. mike bloom uh she mentioned that she wants to play with people that are for the squad 
doesn't want to play with two timers uh, and uh, doesn't not he returning doesn't players. <laughs> yes, exactly. No, no, no. Like if no Paul shows players. up, she wouldn't have worked with him. I think Paul probably fits both criteria: mm-hmm. uh, two timer and a two timer. Yeah. Um, but yes. uh, so so that's a little concerning, right? Like uh, for the team, kind of stuff for the squad. Uh, great that she wants to work with people that are loyal to an alliance, but I would have liked to hear her say, "But of course, I'm not going to be mm-hmm. that person. I am going to be a two timer myself." Yeah, uh, she did not say that. Yeah, um, but she did say that she would take who she could beat to the end uh, rather than an ally, which is a good sign. You know, that being said, you know, when we talk about these people in the preseason, like it's like, I feel like that we're looking to hear like all the right things. But then when you sort of like look at it, like I almost feel like that the people that go on to win Big Brother, when we take a look at, at our winners, like did they give us like these incredible, like great answers in the preseason that we could have identified? Like did Xavier say anything last season in, in his like, Oh, like I, uh, uh, like I think he, he looked like, okay, well he'll be, he'll be physical. Do you feel like that, that he's, that he had it right? Like did Casey yeah. have it all down? Well, uh, I think Xavier was actually a case of like, uh, many people were like, he's too good to be true. Too he's good to saying be true. everything right. Yeah. Um, Casey was, I think, a spot where we said she's going to be a loyal soldier and probably won't have the killer instinct that she needs. And I, I feel like that was mostly like, a right call. Did she just Mickey ended up winning. have it? Could we have like looked at his preseason interviews? <laughs> I doubt. I doubt it. <laughs> but again, though, like to be fair, you yeah. know, yeah. you know, what are we looking for exactly in the preseason interviews? What I'm looking for most is, uh, I think the single biggest indicator of success on the show is knowing the show. So the more that you know the show, the better. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, and, you know, oftentimes they're not just directly asked, like, how many seasons have you seen or like, how much do you know the show? So you have to kind of read into what they're saying based, like, oh, if they're saying this, does that mean that they're tapped into the fan base here or whatever? Uh, in this case, we actually did get a direct uh, question of how many seasons have you seen and which ones, yeah. which is great. Um, so that was always a thing, but then also just, you can usually, I think, tell who is going to be, um, you can kind of put them in two categories, the loyal soldier archetype or the, I will at least, I will play for myself archetype. Um, and that doesn't mean that I, you know, if they say they're going to play for themselves that they will, because they might be tricked into playing for somebody else. But if they say they're going to play for a team, that's almost always a player that's going to play for a team and they could still win, but they're probably not going to be super exciting watching them uh, win. Yeah, I agree. Uh, I think that that's important. The other thing that I'm really looking forward or or looking for in these preseason interviews is I'm looking for a spark. I'm looking for a pulse of like uh, who's able to sort of like uh, capture our attention because I do think that that sort of like leads to okay one they're going to be interesting for us to watch uh, two like they're going to be interesting in the diary rooms and I think that there's a lot of like like self-fulfilling prophecy that comes out of like okay the person that's going to be in the diary room and is going to be good in the diary room is going to get a lot of screen time and that's going to be a person that's going to be a fan favorite and there's going to be a person who's going to do well in the votes and it's going to be a production favorite so I'm looking for the people that can also sort of like give us something yeah um i i feel like amira strikes me as like a normal person yes. uh who is like if she's an underdog or if she's just like uh, generally likable i think could be a big sort of like 
household fan favorite type mm-hmm. player because again I think she's charming. Um I don't know if she's going to be a like pop off the screen kind of uh big right. character. Um but uh but I you know I'm I'm interested to see uh, what happens with her. Okay. Uh are you ready to talk about Britney? Let's do it. Okay. Uh we have another big brother Britney and here's a uh, Britney hoops. Uh now this is very interesting Taryn. Uh, we have, I believe, for the first time, a hypnotherapist in the mm. Big Brother house. She won't be transforming your brain anytime soon, uh, but she will be hypnotizing it. Um, she's, yeah, she's 32. She's from uh, Texas. And um, she, uh, so she's a hypnotherapist, which is interesting by itself. I did not look this up. Um, I like, I don't, I don't really know what a hypnotherapist does exactly aside from like what I've seen in, Mm-hmm. cartoons prob- primarily with like the you know w- pocket watch right um but uh I, like she's talking about how she's going to use her therapy skills in the house um but like i don't like do they just hypnotize people or are they actual therapists who also like dabble in hypnosis like i don't know what these people do yeah so i, I think that if she is uh, calling herself a hypnotherapist i think she does have to have like a uh, license to be able to do that and i think you're somebody uh, you're, to uh, hypnosis l- l- yes uh so I, like i think that you know you're somebody that you want to quit smoking you want to lose weight you want to sort of like uh mm. break uh break a habit you go and like uh meet with a hypnotherapist and uh, therapist in the same way um that you would like you know i think it's a a different skill set but you sort of like uh you know they're working to you know uh like like work work on this program for you and uh working with like the power of suggestion i i i am fascinated by uh britney's inclusion in this cast and i think it's gonna be really fun to have uh her in the house yeah, I mean, like, um, is she going to hypnotize somebody? I don't know. See, I don't think uh, she, she will. Why? Well, look, if she doesn't, then in my eyes, she's a disappointment. But that's fine. Um, she says she's going to hide the fact that she's a hyp- hypnotherapist. Uh, she's going to pretend that she's a toy testing researcher, which mm-hmm. probably is why she will not um, uh, hypnotize anybody. But uh, but I would like to see her do it. Like, look, just be like, hey. I dabble in hypnosis right. as a hobby. So um, Dolores here in the chat says she's a certified clinical hypnotist according to her professional criteria. I do think uh, that if she like if something like that happened, I, I do think that would be very unethical. And I think potentially the <laughs> end of her career as a hypnotherapist. I do think that we will get diary rooms from her where she is talking about how I was able to use the power of suggestion to get blah, 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 blah to happen. Very much so. And I think that uh, the proof of that is in her video interview with uh, with Sharon. Um, she has a very intense presence. Yes. Yes. Uh, in these video interviews. And, and like, I think if I'm if I'm going to be generous, I think that you might be able to chalk it up to just like the camera angle. She's very she's close. very close to the camera. She's a close stalker. Yeah. If I'm if I'm I'm like, uh, so this is what I'm going to do yeah. when I go into the house. Sorry, I'm out of focus, but the, my camera doesn't autofocus <laughs> like some webcams. But the, basically what I'm going to do is I'm going to explain that when webcams autofocus, they do that. Uh, and it, what happens is that they, they, I would be sharply in focus right now if I was actually autofocused. 
Yeah, that was that's that's her explaining what she's also, doing. Also, I feel like that her voice also that I feel like that she had like the most like range in her voice in her speaking voice of like up and down. Like I did find it it was like very engaging, and I did think like it held my attention more than anybody else's voice uh, that was heard. She's gonna be a diary room yeller. Write mm-hmm. that down. Uh, that's gonna yeah. that's that's a prediction that is gonna come true. But I, I think she's going to be very fun to watch on the show. I wonder if she's going to get on people's nerves. Yeah, um, there's um, it, it's it's weird because I think that sometimes you get an interview with a player who they know the show really well. They're usually like the nerdy archetype. And you'll, they'll get asked the question that she got asked, the one that Sharon asked, which is, um, would you take the person at the end that you're aligned with, that's your friend, that you might not be able to be, mm-hmm. or would you take the person that you don't know very well, but that you can definitely be? Um, and most people are like, ah, oh, that's tough, but I'd probably have to take the person I could be. Or obvious, no, I want to be the best. I want to take the person that's my friend. Uh, she's the kind of person that gives the answer. <laughs> So easy, mm-hmm. obviously. Mm-hmm. I'm taking the person I can beat. Come on, mm-hmm. um, uh, and, and like that's just that's the energy that she brought to the to the interviews. And I could definitely see that um, if if that energy exists in the house, uh, it, it could pose a problem. Yeah. So I think she'll be very fun to watch. Uh, anything else on Brittany? Um, oh, she said she wanted she she didn't want to work with people that were both strong and smart. Uh, those are the most one dangerous or the people. other. Yeah, both. She both of them together is the worst. So she wants to get the smart and strong people out first. Then she wants to target the smart people, and then she'll target the strong people. Um, and uh, just for the record, I think that's the wrong order. Mm-hmm. The strong yeah. people first. <laughs> She also has been watching since she was 10. So a lifelong uh, fan of Big Brother. So excited to see her play. And uh, yeah, that she her favorite player is Nicole Anthony. Yes, she wanted to be best friends with Nicole Anthony. Uh, she, she and she, but I even feel like she a little bit messed that up, too, because she was like and she played a great game. Well, like her first time, her second time was fine. Like, uh, like you, you just, you Nicole just, Anthony you just stepped on she'll, that. Yeah, you did not need to bring up all stars. She'll yeah, accept like, her. Yeah, but like, it's, it's unnecessary uh, social faux pas. Okay. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family cannolis and spins mean everything now you want to get mixed up in the family business introducing the godfather at chumpacasino.com test your luck in the shadowy world of the godfather slot someday i will call upon you to do a service for me play the godfather now at chumpacasino.com welcome to the family no purchase necessary vgw group void where prohibited by law 18 plus terms and conditions apply
Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Taryn, let's talk about Daniel. Okay. Here is uh, Daniel. And uh, Daniel, that uh, interesting fact about him, he is an Elvis impersonator. Yes. Um, I, I, at least I think that's like one of the things he does, right? Or is it like his main thing? Uh, so that is a good question. I do, I do not know. <laughs> I know. I know. It's a fun is, fact. Yeah. He was listed as a Vegas performer in uh, Mike Bloom's um, uh, interview. Uh, but yeah, he's yeah. 35. Um, and now, I wonder well, if uh, Rachel Swindler has, uh, as a uh, Vegas performer who uh, is an impressionist, uh, if uh, that she, uh, she has any encounters with Daniel. Uh, she's probably said uh, if she has. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah. I, I can I can look it up. Uh, but um, but yeah, he's he says he's six three. Uh, and he hopes that there are other like bigger physical threats in the house. A lot of the men in particular, uh, listed their height. Um, and, uh, there is like, I think four people that are six, three or above. Okay. Um, so yeah. Yes. All right. How tall was the real Elvis? I have no idea. Did mm-hmm. you? I didn't watch the movie. <laughs> no, Maybe probably. Maybe if I did, I'd know. Probably not going to check it out. Uh, so according to on his Instagram, uh, that he says, a professional, Elvis tribute artist. Uh, That is what Daniel bills himself as. There you go. Um, And uh, Sam in the chat says, yes, uh, Rachel does. uh, They know each other. Oh, she said on Twitter, uh, I judged Daniel in an Elvis tribute competition once. Mm -hmm. Uh, I've performed with Daniel and know him throughout the impersonator community. (laughs) There's an impersonator community. Yeah. Uh, He's a really great guy. Definitely going to be rooting for him. Uh, Rachel Sundler taking a taking a stand. Okay. All right. Uh, so Daniel also uh, seems to be a big, uh, big brother fan. Uh, yeah. Taryn, uh, so do, do you have a sense of how big of a super fan he might be? He has seen all seasons, including Canadian seasons. He referenced um, Kevin's uh, interview, I believe, with me uh, okay. from well, the most recent season of Big Brother Canada. Let's uh, dig in on that. Okay, so um, Daniel uh, says uh, that... Um, uh, as uh, Kevin from Big Brother Canada on a podcast says, nobody knows anything. So, uh, like, uh, do, do you remember that in your uh, lengthy interview with I Kevin? D- I vaguely remember Kevin saying that, but there's like seven hours of conversation that happened. So I can't. Yes. can't nobody be sure. knows anything. We're all terrible and we're all dumb. I, d- I feel like I remember that being said in the interview, but uh, y- you never know. Okay. All right. So somebody can go back and check for me in the five and a half hours of the release podcast. Okay. So Tyron, you got to feel good about Daniel. Um, I feel good about the fact that he knows the show. Yes. Uh, 35 is definitely on, usually on the upper edge of like an age range that you would want. I do think this cast is a little bit higher um, in the average age. So might not be too bad. Uh, a couple things worried me. He he talked about like, why might people dislike you? Um, he said his, uh, his humor might not play well to, um, to people. He's, he's used to his group of friends, you know, having a certain kind of, a lot humor. of Elvis jokes. 
Yeah, well, to me, this well, usually screams like uh, like I I have edgy humor that I have with my friends. Like, usually this is code for I have edgy humor that mo- mo- might offend people. Okay. Uh, so I hope that's not the case. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, we'll see. Um, but he's been waiting to play for a long time. He mentions that a few times. Like, I've been waiting way too long to play this game to do X or to not do X. Um, and while on some level that might be a good thing because it means he's going to take advantage of every opportunity that he gets, it could also mean that he is like really just like, I got to make the most of this and uh, might, uh, you know, uh, end up um, messing some things up here and there. But uh, but I think um, I'm definitely optimistic. I'm, I'm curious to see what, what happens yeah. here with him. And whenever he gets voted out, there'll be a lot of Elvis related jokes and puns that get made like Elvis has left the building. <laughs> yeah. Okay. All right. Let's talk about another person that we're going to be seeing in Big Brother 24. Uh, it's Indy. Indy. Uh, 31, um, originally from Brazil, lives in LA. Yeah. Um, she's a corporate flight attendant. So uh, basically, Brent 2.0. <laughs> no, a corporate flight attendant. Do you have a sense what that means? I actually don't. Does she fly like on private jets? I feel like you would say private jet. Mm-hmm. No, maybe you wouldn't. Hmm. Hold on. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, but here, here is Indy. Uh, Indy does not seem to have a ton of game knowledge. Yes. Uh, and uh, look at this. A corporate slash business aviation flight attendant works on private non-commercial aircraft. There you go. Okay. There you go. Maybe not jets, mm-hmm. but definitely aircraft. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so okay. probably jets. All right. Um, Taryn, do you feel like, uh, like, did we turn to like, uh, some recruits here in, uh, I I guess that, you know, I, I'm getting confused with survivor because survivor has basically like no recruits. Uh, and I think in my mind, I think I had sort of like transposed that, Oh, big brother 23 was no recruits, but they were Mm -hmm. probably recruits in big brother 23 also. Yeah, for sure. Big brother's always going to recruit. Yes. It's always been, uh, their MO and sometimes they get it right. Uh, mm-hmm. But I would say the majority of times they get it wrong. But we'll see. Uh, Indy could be interesting. She says that she is straightforward, might be seen as rash, yeah. um, that uh, she doesn't like lazy people. Um, and uh, she seems like somebody that is like willing to stick up for herself and uh, the people that she is with. Uh, so they might be hoping that she's like willing to get down and dirty, uh, and, and, and fight some people or whatever. Um, but, uh, but we'll see. She's only watched season 23 and she'd liked Xavier a lot. Uh, so, well, who knows? Yeah. So yeah, here's Indy. I think Indy is going to, uh, like Indy with an early HOH. Uh, I could see it being a lot of fun. I think Indy is going to bring a lot of drama in the house certainly could yeah i think you kind of like uh you know we like that people that really know the game but i also think that people that are sort of coming in as outsiders i think are also tend to be the people that end up creating a lot of the friction in the house yeah i mean i I think her upside is uh she comes in she's a plucky underdog fans lover Mm -hmm. um because she's you know not kowtowing to the power in the house um that said she did say that she would go with the house on votes uh and not uh, stand out essentially so okay we'll see all right that's indie okay um let's then talk about uh after indie is uh here's jasmine yes uh 29 from atlanta uh she's an entrepreneur um 
don't know what kind. I feel like that's the most generic d- job title mm-hmm. you could possibly have. Um, I didn't get a lot from her either. Uh, she said that uh, she might be perceived as a Southern belle. Yeah. Um, and she wants to work with jocks. She also said that she's blunt. So um, definitely could again be, uh, I, you know, she talks, she talked a lot about like, she's going to be, she would take an ally to the end. She's loyal. She likes a challenge. She would go with the house. Um, so uh, to me, it seems like they're at least hoping or, or like casting her to be somebody that gets into a big alliance and is kind of like uh, ready to fight for her people and, uh, you know, again, get into maybe some drama. Yeah. Um, she gets very short answers to Mike Bloom, uh, like uh, v- very, very short answers. Al- although Tiffany uh, was the person that probably had like the shortest bio answers uh, last year. So hard to really get a sense of uh, what to take from that. Uh, she also, uh, she was one of the many players that said uh, they're big fans of Derek uh, from BB 16 and Cody. She's like, I like Derek and Cody from BB 19. Yes. Uh, wait. Yes. I sorry, and I, I messed that up. She does not want to align with the jocks. She wants to align with the the underdogs. Uh, was the, the the question was a negative? Mm-hmm. Um, it's uh, jocks were who she did not want to align with. But uh, but yes, uh, lots of people name dropping uh, Derek, um, of course, which is pretty typical. You know that for years we talked about how like oh well they showed them BP sixteen, uh, and then I feel like it got uh, poo pooed uh, recently. Uh, that so, somebody had said uh, that no, we like they didn't even show us any Big Brother uh, in Sequester. So I don't know. Is it just like a coincidence that uh, everybody always talks about BB sixteen? I think maybe uh, if they're not just straight up showing them BB-16, maybe just says something about the kind of person they tend to cast, which is the kind of person that would like season 16 a lot. I wonder if maybe they tell them like as they're going through the process, like, oh, watch BB-16. Perhaps. Maybe. Um, Yeah. Okay. But they don't give it to them. Like, like, uh, you know, they don't like in their room, like say, hey, watch BB-16 and sequester. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. All right. Taryn, uh, after Jasmine, uh, who's who's next? Uh, we've got uh, Pooch. Pooch. Joe Pooch. Poochiarelli. All right. Yes. Okay. Is this um, uh, this uh, the the new and improved Brent Champagne? Um, maybe. I mean, you take out the flight attendant, put it into into um, the other flight attendant who I don't remember, uh, Indy. Um, and, uh, and yeah, you've got, uh, you've got Pooch. Um, it's the Pooch over here. He's, uh, he's 24. Uh, he's from New York, but he lives in Florida now. A few people from Florida, uh, here. Staten Island. Yes. Yeah. Uh, he's an assistant football coach. Okay. He's been doing it for, I think he's at four years. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I mean he he's been a he's been a fan of the show for a long time. He said he started watching it season eleven, uh, mm-hmm. went back, watched season two and seven, loved Chilltown, likes Enzo and Cody. Makes sense. Um, he's uh, yeah, and yeah, he's pretty much what you'd expect, I think, from uh, what what he's given you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean that he's a guy named Pooch from Staten Island. He's twenty four. We get it. One th- one thing I found interesting was the question from Sharon. She asked them all, uh, if you are HOH, would you target 
like a big strategic threat or would you want to go with the house? Um, and his answer to that question was the most non-answer, uh, I think of, of most of the people in the cast, at least yeah. very much kind of like filibustering talking about how, well, you know, depending on this situation, I would might do this and then that and then this. Um, and like knowing that the answer that he should give is that he target the big strategic threats, but also not wanting to say that out loud. Um, that's, uh, you know, if he's good at that, a skill that can be helpful in Big Brother, uh, because look, even if you're not good at it, just being able to avoid giving the answer is sometimes a good thing. So we'll see. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Got to go. Pack says uh, he'll be on the Challenge USA next season. So all right. So uh, <laughs> congratulations, Pooch, for making uh, the re- reality TV pool over at yeah. CBS. One thing I thought was interesting about Pooch is that uh, when the one of the questions that Mike Blume asked was, why might people not like you in the house? And his answer to that question was very much like he was at a job interview and they asked him what his weaknesses were. Too honest. Uh, he was like, uh, the opposite. Uh, he was like, um, well, people might not like me because I'm too likable. Too likable. Uh, too too likable, too too good. Um, and they might want to target me because I'm too likable uh, toward the end of the... I think it'll help me in the beginning, but then at the end of the game, they might be like, oh, he's too likable. We got to take him out. That's 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 my true weakness is that I'm too likable. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Taryn, when they heard this guy's nickname is Pooch, they were like, oh, that this is great. All, all the previously on Big Brothers write themselves like, but has the Pooch's game gone to the dogs? <laughs> uh, yeah. Will I mean, they throw Pooch a bone? I have to imagine that uh, that Moose helped with this casting. That uh, they when they saw Moose in Big Brother Canada, they were like, we got to have... Uh, we got a pooch. She wants a showman's, but has she screwed the pooch? <laughs> that says too far, Rob. Too far? They have to get too far? Too far. I guess I'm in the doghouse. <laughs> they would never be so bold. They would never talk about virgin kings or anything like that. <laughs> okay. All right. Uh, who's Who's next? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Here's Kyle Kapener. Kapener, Kapener. Kapener. I don't know. Okay. Kapener. Uh, all right. Uh, here is Kyle. And uh, what do we know about Kyle at this hour? I, I want to quickly say huge vibes from uh, the dude that was on the circle this season, um, who is also like a social media person. Mm-hmm. Um, if you get that reference, but he's 29 uh, from Utah and he says he's unemployed. Uh, I believe I've seen that uh, he is, uh, he, he's I, big. I don't know. Big, I don't know what yeah. qualifies as big, but yeah, I think he's big he on never, TikTok. Yeah. Big on TikTok. Also very tall. Uh, I think that he is a guy. Right. But I, but I get the feeling that like, uh, he's going to be like cast as like, uh, like I'm a nerd, but actually is like, uh, <laughs> very, like very tall and muscular. Um, I don't know if they're, ca- do, do you think they're casting him as a nerd at all? I feel like it's, I feel like it's not there. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like that he is, uh, going to play that a little bit. Yeah, we'll see. Uh, he, I think he's playing, I think he's the goofy, a goofy guy. Goofy guy. Um, yeah, that's, I mean, that's how he describes himself. He's like, they'll think I'm dumb, but really I'm just goofy. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, um, and I think that he's going to be kind of like the, he's, going to, he's just going to kind of trying to be based on, I think I didn't really watch many of his TikToks or anything. I saw one of them. Um, but I think what I've heard from his TikToks is that he basically 
is just kind of like the cutely goofy guy. He looks like he might be super jockey, but he's actually just kind of like a cute, goofy guy. Um, and I think that um, that's the role that he wants to play up. I think he's actually a lot more competitive and strategic than that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think he's going to want to try to hide that if possible, but we'll see how successful he is. Yeah, okay. So you think that uh, that he might be sort of like playing up sort of like, hey, I'm just like the safe uh, like person that that's uh, goofy in the house and yeah. that uh, that will make him more endearing to the other players yes um mm-hmm. yeah I, I definitely he he said his favorite player is tyler and he wants to play like tyler um he wants to be like uh essentially like tyler was seen as kind of like a goofy surfer bro uh but secretly had great social relationships deals with everybody i think he's definitely going to try to go in the same path yeah okay and you feel like um that's a good path to go right uh, yeah, I mean, if if you're if you've got the social chops for it, which I think he might, uh, he does definitely does seem like a pretty socially capable guy. Um, but you also have to have like the right chemistry of people that you're playing with, and so uh, we'll see. Yeah, I, I think it seems like that. Uh, while maybe not the biggest super fan, it seems like that he definitely knows the show well enough. He says he's been watching since BB sixteen, so yes. um, seems like uh, he knows uh, a little bit about what the assignment is here. Yeah, for sure. Okay. All right, uh, let's talk about another one of our players. All right, what do we know about Marvin? Uh, 28 years old, um, I believe originally from Nigeria, now lives in Texas. Uh, mm-hmm. He is a chemical processing engineer, um, and he is uh, really ripped and can clap his abs. Okay, so uh, again, uh, second uh, big brother Marvin. Uh, so happy to have uh, a Marvin return to the uh, mm-hmm. big brother house almost uh, 20 years later. Uh, so this Marvin happens to also have been on America's Got Talent. Have you uh, watched any of this? I watched his, uh, at least I, it, it seemed like it was, a, I, I've never watched the show itself. It seemed like it was a sped up clip, but that might just be the show. It was like a minute and a half or something. Okay. Uh, what What is Marvin's talent? Uh, his talent is that he comes out in like a lab coat and he says, I was doing an experiment and I'm showing it to the America's like Got Talent Like Nick Uhas? Just like Nick Uhas. Uh, and then as he's doing the experiment, he accidentally spills it on his lab coat. Uh-oh. He has to rip it open and then he, he flexes and then he claps his abs and he's like, nobody in the world can do this. Okay. So, boy, so he's a Big Brother super fan is what you're saying. Uh, he has seen season 16, 12, 10, 21, and 20. Okay. Uh, Derek was his favorite. Total puppet master. Um, then second favorite, probably Cody, because the thing is, Cody totally could have won if not for uh, Derek being on his season. Definitely yeah. winner potential there for Cody. Yeah, he said that he thought that if if Cody was in a different season, that he could he could even have won the show. Yeah, uh, which look, everyone's making fun of him for it, which I get it, but I think that just he's got a good eye. Right. Mm-hmm. Obviously, he hasn't seen 22, but he was able to see the potential there. Yeah. Many people thought Cody was a complete dud, never could win a season. But Marvin knows otherwise. Yeah. Also, uh, yeah, Marvin, once he's gone like face to face in a pose down with Terry Crews, this guy's <laughs> ready for anything. Yes. Another one where if you watch the video, um, you can see in this picture, too, if you're watching the video of this podcast, uh, he's got a big smile on his face. Mm-hmm. Um 
He's got a very charming demeanor. He's got a very charming smile. Uh, even when he's saying something like a little mischievous or like, uh, or, or something else, like he's just always got that smile on his face. I think he can be very charming. Um, if he gets a foothold in the house. But Taryn, is it just me that I feel like that with a lot of the people that we're talking about so far and, and with more to come, it feels like that like we've got, we're, got, we're reaching out to people on other shows, TikTok, YouTube, like does it does it feel like that the that Big Brother cast and again, maybe all these people are, you know, Big Brother super fans that applied. It, it feels like that maybe uh, Big Brother was scrambling. Is that is that a crazy take? Um, I don't know. I mean, I think it's it seems like they they basically in terms of like the knowledge that the people have of the show. Not everybody. Um, there's there's like two or three that are like I've seen every season. I know what I'm talking about. Maybe three or four. Uh, there's like one or two that are like I've barely seen the show. I've seen one season. Um, and then the rest of them are all like I've seen like four to six seasons. Mm-hmm. Um, that seems to and, be the sweet spot that the they're almost, aiming for. Uh, almost universally, the same exact seasons. Usually sixteen, uh, you know, and then the recent ones. Yeah, sixteen, twenty, twenty-three. Like, yeah. um, you know, just it seems. I, I don't know. Doesn't, yeah, I mean, I doesn't mean any. It doesn't mean it's going to be a good or bad season. Uh, because I kind of feel like that sometimes, like the better seasons, like are a combination of people that know a lot and people that know uh very little about how the game works. Uh, see Big Brother twenty. So uh could make a very exciting season. It just seems like that um when people have these like other like uh things that are outside of you know the show, these don't seem like that these are sort of like normal people that they uh, that wanted to be on the show that they found. Yeah, I and I I mean I don't know that the, that's really ever been their MO mm-hmm. uh you know for Big Brothers to be like uh like we're casting people that are definitely going to go back to their real lives after the show. Like mm-hmm. uh it's not really like I don't think they've ever really had that demographic down. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. All right. Uh, anything else about Marvin? Um, I, I'm excited to see uh, what he does. I think uh, I think there's some potential here. Okay. All right. Um, so uh, let's see who's next. All right. Okay. Here we go. Uh, Matt Turner Turner. <laughs> Wait. What? I guess his nickname is Turner. I don't know why they have to call him Matt Turner Turner. Where did that? I didn't see that on Mike Bloom's thing. Where where did we get the Turner Turner? I think his name. Well, I think that he wants to be known as Turner. Yeah. Uh, okay. There it is. Name Matt Turner Turner. Mm-hmm. Just- mm-hmm. It is Ryan here and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? 
I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At ChumbaCasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. All right. So... Here we go. All right. Uh, probably the person that we know the most about in the cast so far. It seems like it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, it's uh, Big Brother was uh, like, hey, we're going to drop this on you last second. You're not going to be able to do a thing about. And then his <laughs> sister started tweeting. Yeah. OK. So uh, here, here's Matt Turner. OK. First, let's just start off with uh, what. Uh, he gave us and so um, he seems like somebody who uh, like I wrote in my notes I think this is somebody who is uh, not a super fan but kind of trying to fake it he's seen from season 18 on Um, so uh, again like five seasons six seasons whatever Um, he uh, but like definitely not the most knowledgeable Uh, talked about uh Cody, uh, California, Cody, Cody California, California. When he I did like the that. thing. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So people were like, uh, people were liking the Cody, California of it all. Um, uh, but then, <laughs> so, uh, we started to get some, uh, some, some news about, uh, Matt Turner and, and Matt Turner has been in, uh, the, the public eye, uh, a little bit before, I guess, uh, why don't we, uh, talk about the actual news, uh, about him. And then, uh, there's some other stuff about, uh, one of his relatives coming forward. And so, um, Matt used to be a, a video editor like yourself, Taryn. Yeah. And, and yes, he, he worked for uh, Mr. Beast. Yes. A prolific YouTuber, Mr. Beast. Uh, and he, he worked for Mr. Beast and claimed that he had a very uh, bad experience working for Mr. Beef, uh, Mr. Beast. I'm sorry. Uh, he, had, he had a beef with Mr. Beast. Uh, and uh, he had, in this video, I'm going to see if I can eat five pounds of beef while buried underground for six hours. Yeah. Mr. Mr. Beef. beef, Mr. Beef. So so uh, he uh, claimed that it was a toxic work environment. Uh, he said that he uh, got very depressed. Uh, Mr. Beast uh, called him names. It was very hard to work for. Now, Tyron, you, you never say that about working with me, right? Am I not supposed to? Right, Taryn? Yeah, oh, yeah, of course. Right. Yeah, can you list my name as Armstrong and not Tanner, please? <laughs> yeah, okay. I don't want my full name out there. Okay, um, so then Mr. Beast uh, vehemently denied uh, these charges. Uh, in fact, like uh, Mr. Beast went on the record uh, and said that he gave him uh, $10,000, helped him get set up uh, with another job, and uh, it seemed like more people uh, came to the side of Mr. Beast then Mr. Turner. Yeah, it felt like most of the articles were like titled like uh, false accusations by well, Turner, Turner. Right. Uh, but, you know, a lot of the, you know, uh, vloggers and stuff like that, the, they, they, they really covered uh, this story. Now, the only thing I'm going to say uh, with this Mr. Beast saga, um, Mr. Beast does make everybody call him Mr. Beast. Uh, I feel like... <laughs> 
Does he? Can he, can he just no, like... They, they, uh, they always call him Jimmy. Jimmy. Okay. All right. Yeah. That's, I mean, I feel like that. Uh, that. The only thing that my eyebrow goes up is like, he does make everybody call him Mr. Beast. Please. <laughs> As call opposed me. to just like... Yeah. Hey, B. Yeah. You know, I, so, I, I don't tell everybody, hey, refer, I'm, I'm Mr. Sesternino to you. Okay. Mr. Rap <laughs> to you. That's Mr. No, but in all in all seriousness, okay. So uh, this all got kind of uh, shot down. It seemed like that Matt Turner also uh, posted videos after the fact to try to like downplay. Well, I didn't. I wasn't really saying that. I just kind of like I just said I didn't have a good time. I don't know why everybody made such a big deal about it. Uh, but it seemed like that um, did not really seem to take any responsibility after the fact. Now. You would imagine that the people of Big Brother, you know, might might have like this might have come up, right? Like, yeah, like maybe they would have done some extensive research, a.k.a. Googling his name. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. OK. All right. Um, so then that in addition to they're like, oh, my God, what is going on here? Um, that a relative, another Turner has stepped stepped forward okay mm. uh, here we go are you ready are you ready for this okay. ready um holly turner came forward yes holly okay um said just heard that my younger brother matt turner is on big brother this season fyi this kid bullied me my entire life in 2020, when I was jobless and homeless, staying at my parents' house for lack of a better place to go, he randomly showed up when he didn't need to and manipulated my mother into kicking me out when he didn't even act. Now, hold on. I know what you're saying like, oh, actually, this sounds like a useful skill set for Big Brother. But no, that's not the point why we're telling you this. Okay, I'll go on. That he manipulated my mother into kicking me out when he actually didn't even need to be there. He's given me horrible, crippling anxiety from the way he treated me, giving me panic attacks that still haunt me to this day. He's an absolute trash person, says the N-word on the regular. He has been handed everything on a silver effing platter his entire life while I got absolutely kicked to the curb. And our mother let him do whatever uh, he wanted at my expense. I tried to have heart-to-hearts with him about uh, uh, about this and all he's ever heard of. Sure, it goes on and on and on. Um uh, that he's not an effing good person and it's easy to fall for his BS. Please do not effing believe it. Yeah. And she said, if you don't believe me, ask Mr. Beast. Ask Mr. Beast. That's right. Do you, do you think we can get Mr. Beast on the podcast? Oh, I mean, I think it'd be a, a, li- it. a little punching down, uh, but, <laughs> but we would love to uh, like, please, Mr. Beast. Uh, we would love, we would love to have you. I'm sure he would love to talk about his former yeah. editor that made accusations against him. Right. But Taryn, uh, not since Big Meech has a family member uh, mm. come out on social media so uh, against uh, 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 a current The only the only thing I, w- I will say is that it sounds like that there is uh, bad blood between these siblings, and so this is her uh, her allegations about her brother, who she does clearly seem to hate. Yes, that definitely seems to have, uh, mm-hmm. have come across here. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it seems like a pretty messy situation overall. I would say <laughs> yeah, yeah, if, yeah. 
if I was in Big Brother casting, I probably would have been uh, like. Right. Now, this the only thing I, I will also say in uh, defense of the casting, like um, this is stuff that is is came out today and is not stuff that uh, was was known mm. about. Yeah, I don't know if, if they interviewed. There was a way that they could have released the cast earlier mm-hmm. and then this stuff could have come out and then they would have had time. Like, right. Like we've never seen that before on like Big Brother Canada or anything where like something came out and then they were able to make changes. Right. That would be that. Right. If only, if only. And then also uh, that uh, Turner's sister, people went through and had done a deep dive and uh, that uh, her Twitter is not great either. Oh boy. Yeah. Oh boy. Okay. So. Plot twist. I don't know. <laughs> the only Turner I care about is Mike Turner. Okay. Uh, it's just Turner Turner. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So, overall, a huge mess with the Turner family. Yeah. 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 Big mess. So, uh, we'll see. Uh, if uh, if my, if Matt Turner does enter the house on Wednesday night, if, uh, if, if they are speaking to him now about any of this stuff or, well, I mean, yeah, let's be real. Like big brother, like we, like we're talking about like what big brother Canada might have big brother us is seeing this happen on Twitter. We like, we're thinking like, Oh, they're like, Oh, they're probably regretting this decision. They're probably thinking like, Oh, what do we do? What do we do? I, let me tell you what big brother us is doing right now. They're looking at this Twitter situation. They're going, Oh my God. What? A missed opportunity. Why didn't we cast Holly as well? Oh my God. Oh, we could have had such a redemption arc. It would have been so good. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, um, again, now I, I don't know, like we're not in like the inner workings of how, of how this works. Like I, I, we don't know, like did, did, did they know all this stuff? And then do they, do they talk to Matt Turner and then like, uh, he like to ex- explains it all in, in a way that they all feel that everybody, or is this, uh, like are, does, is production surprised when something like this happens? Uh, that's the kind of stuff like we'll probably never know the answer to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I mean, look, if I if I knew there was some Mr. Beast nonsense, I don't think I'd be super surprised mm-hmm. uh, that there was some other nonsense. But like, yeah, we'll see. Yeah. And again, uh, even more than nonsense, like very, very serious allegations uh, being made about uh, about Matt. And so let's see, yes. uh, you know, if anything else comes to light in the next 24 hours. And of course, uh, you know, you, they do have other options uh you would think that they still have uh to be able to until they move into that house to be able to go into a different direction but i do think that that's part of the reason why we got the cast so late is because they did not want to make changes late in the game uh but we'll see if anything uh that has surfaced rises to that level yeah do you do you think in the future they should just like kind of run it by the family when somebody gets cast like so the thing that's really interesting to me is that the sister, and I guess that the brother and sister are not on any sort of speaking terms, but the sister really wanted to, um, like, you know, sink his chances, uh, that had, I guess had she known what was going on, she should have like a week ago said, Hey, everybody, my brother is Matt Turner. He's going to be on big brother. They would have pulled him right out. I assume she didn't know. I assume I they're not on great terms. But you would think, yeah. that, you know, the parents don't say anything. I guess maybe the parents don't, I don't know. know if I don't they're know. on great terms it's either. Wild, it's a wild, it's a, you know, wild, wild situation. But, um, you know, of course, we will, you know, keep our eyes on this uh, developing situation. Okay. Yes. All right. How do we follow that up? We followed up with uh, Michael. Here's Michael. Yeah. Okay. Um, 
What do you think about Michael? Let's take a look. Here's here's Michael. Uh, I like Michael. Mm-hmm. Um, he's uh, he's another one six four. Mm-hmm. Um, this time with gangly noodle arms. So I don't yeah. know if that's a, like a good thing or a bad thing when it comes to Big Brother competitions, but um, he he was he was interesting. So he is um, he's a big fan of the show. He loves you know Janelle, Kaser, Rennie, Brittany, all of the people that you should like. Um, he uh, he talked about how he's going to play the game for himself. He's seen every season plus the international seasons. Um, he, uh, wants to align with strategic players, uh, and then sort of like, uh, sort of graduate, uh, to a more independent game, taking out the strategic players later. Um, and, uh, it all sounds very good. Uh, he definitely comes in as sort of like the nerdy archetype. I think he very much, uh, owns that, uh, that role. Um, the only thing that, uh, drew my eye in terms of beyond just like the usual downsides to the nerdy archetype is that he said he gets a little intense and competitive sometimes. Uh, okay. and that if that, if that gets out, if that shows a little bit, that could be a bad thing. And, um, I think I talked about this on the survivor draft, but I do think that that is, uh, definitely a, not a great sign, um, in a game like this. So do you think that he is going to uh, be somebody who gets targeted early or do you think that people are going to see him as like, oh, he's too smart about the game? Or do you feel like that is, does that not happen anymore? It could definitely happen, um, especially if, um, you know, the people that have seen the most recent season of Big Brother Canada, uh, and there uh, are a couple of them, uh, could definitely be a little bit worried. There could also be some people that see the amount of cats on his shirt and think, uh-oh. He's going to have a big fan base. Yes, uh, cats yes, are very popular. Yeah, that's just undercat. Um, yeah. So, uh, so we'll see. I mean, uh, he he comes off as likable. I think in the video interview. So I think that's a good thing. I think it's it's mostly just going to be, um, you know, how how well does he, does he fit in initially? Usually, this archetype is left out of a big majority at the start. Um, and so, does he have what it takes to uh, survive mm-hmm. that initial bit of uh, sort of being left out in the cold? Um, his height might actually help him, yeah. uh, because he might not be seen quite as, uh, the way that the, the nerdy archetypes are often seen as, is like, can't win competitions. They're not of much value to me. Uh, but because he's, uh, just as tall as the tallest people in this house, uh, they might look at him and be like, oh, maybe he, maybe he will bring some value. Maybe he's somebody that we could pull. In. He also said he's not going to throw any competitions. So, uh, look yes, for him to, he, maybe to, uh, to win some HOHs. He, yes, I did really like that. That's another huge thing for me is that competitions are massively important in Big Brother, especially nowadays. And he is very much somebody that was like, never, I, I very few scenarios would I see myself throwing a competition. I need, uh, uh, do you see me? I need every bit of power that I can get, which yes, you do. Okay. All right. Uh, there's Michael. All right. After Michael, we have, okay. Uh, is Monty. 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 Uh, first 20- uh, first uh, Big Brother Monty since OTT. <laughs> oh, I forgot about that, Monty. Okay. Um, personal trainer from uh, from Delaware, uh, 27 years old, 6'4". Um, there are some tall people uh, in this house. Uh, also, like, a personal trainer, clearly very fit, very muscular. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I could definitely see some, some big bro energy happening with, uh, with all these tall guys. Uh, plus Michael. Now Monty in his interview answers that to me, he was, uh, the guy Alliance, 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 Alliance. 
Yes. Um, he doesn't like chatty people that might leak secrets. Uh, he doesn't engage in drama. He's more reserved. He doesn't tell people when he's upset. Uh, he wants to go with the house and go with alliances for the whole game. Trust and loyalty. He would take his ally to the end. As long as they've been day one allies, he would cut an ally that was maybe like a day 30 ally, I think was the implication. Mm-hmm. Um, he's seen season six, 12, 16, 20, 21, and 23. His favorites are Donnie, Hayden Moss, Tyler and Xavier. Um, so I think that's pretty telling in terms of what he wants to play like. Uh, he would, um, yeah, pretty much just like go with what his alliance wants for targets. Very much, as you said, like he is the, I think he will attract a lot of suitors for who will be in an alliance with him because he is what a lot of people want in an alliance member in that he will be loyal, he will win competitions and uh, attract a lot of attention uh, away from whoever he's aligned with. Okay. Anything else on Monty? Uh, I mean, we'll see. Uh, you know, I, I think he, like I said, he'll probably be at the center or in a big alliance to start the season. Uh, I can't see him being left out of one. Um, so where does he go from there? I'm not sure, but uh, we'll see. Okay. All right. After Monty... Uh, let's talk about, okay, here is Nicole Layog, and she is a former police officer turned chef. Yes, private chef. Uh, also uh, Private investigator to private <laughs> chef. Um, she's 41. She's a fierce competitor, doesn't mm-hmm. want to work with floaters. Um, and uh, this is another one. Uh, Mike Bloom asked her what people might not like about her, and she said, oh. I don't know what people might yeah. dislike about me. I'm pretty great. Yeah. So she seemed a little quiet. Didn't really seem like a, a loud personality, but I do think that she might have an interesting skill set. Of, of course, you know, she has uh, the police background, but also the chef background, Taryn. The, 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 mm. the chef is somebody that you are sort of like, just like strategically, like just in the kitchen. I feel like yeah. you, know, you observe a lot. And I don't think we've ever seen somebody combine those two skill sets together. Yeah, she's basically like Chef Joe <laughs> and Kathy mixed together into one amazing player. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so I, mean, I think this this could be something. It could be something for sure. It could be something. Uh, yeah, she talked about again was an was big on integrity. Uh, would take her ally to the end. Wants to beat the best. Big on integrity. Um, she liked Xavier because he played with respect and integrity. Um, she, uh, you know, she says she was a police officer for ten years. She's not telling anybody. About that, though. Smart. Um, yes, uh, I agree. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah, that's that's Nicole. Yeah. Okay. Um, let's see what Nicole can do. All right. Then, after Nicole. Okay. We have Paloma. Paloma from San Marcos. Yes. yes. Okay. First, uh, first CBS reality Paloma since Gabon. Uh, yes. Okay. Probably. Okay. All right. Um, all right. So, uh, how are we feeling about Paloma? Um, that's kind of, kind of mixed. I think mm-hmm. overall, uh, she said her dad is a psychologist, which, uh, you know, maybe she'll get along with, uh, the, uh, hypnotherapist. <laughs> the hypnotherapist? Yeah. <laughs> okay. 
she's people will think she's ditzy, but she's actually got a big brain, um, which is, you know, the very classic line. Mm-hmm. Um, she doesn't want to work with people that are two faced snakes, that's, manipulative that's people. That's good. That's doesn't good. want to work that's with them. That's a good call. Yeah. Yeah. Um, she's uh and her her downside the people people might not like her because she's really great and she's really hard to read yeah uh she's young she's 22 uh i did think that she was giving us some personality in the video though yes that's what that's where i mix about it because like you read all these like things on paper it doesn't sound great but she definitely has an energy to her a spark to her um that i think will um sort of uh supersede these potentially poor answers uh she did again like she'd be a team player she likes uh bb20 bb can six was she was one of those bb can sixers uh she liked tyler um but uh but yeah it's it's hard to like most of the things that i list here they sound either neutral or like whatever um but i do feel like like i said there's there's an energy to her i think that she will I think that she will be able to fit in with uh, a group, a big group at the beginning. And um, I, I, I'm curious to see what develops from that. Uh, 22 is pretty young, though, uh, to uh, to really succeed, especially in a house where there are some more uh, you know, an, an older average age. I would imagine I haven't actually done the math, but uh, but we'll see. Yeah, uh, Sharon Tharp had tweeted earlier today about the youngest person on the cast is 22. That's Paloma. Uh, the oldest person on the cast is 47. Uh, we have 10 people in their 20s, four people in their 30s, two people in their 40s. Uh, so a little bit of an older skewing Big Brother cast. Seems seems like it, but sometimes it seems like it, and then you do the math, and it's actually not that much, but we'll see. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Um, after Paloma, we have, all right, here comes Taylor. Taylor, yes, twenty-seven uh, from Michigan, uh, yes. personal stylist. Yes, um, I, I've I have not had a chance to like look at um, the fan response too much uh, today, but from what little I've seen, I think she she seems to be the uh, the consensus pick uh, that most people seem to be very high on Taylor. Yeah, I had really good answers with uh, Sharon. I thought, uh, you know, uh, she, uh, I, I thought, like, uh, gave us personality. Uh, she, I, I think, seemingly uh, knows the show pretty well. She wants to make waves. Yes. Get the um, big players out. I, I, I particularly What's not enjoyed. What's like here? Uh, she, she, so she said she, people will think she's here for a showman's, but she's here to cut throats. Great answer. Ooh. Um, Strategy, she says, is not her strong suit. She wants to work with a good strategist and let them do the bulk of the strategizing uh, because she feels like typically the strategist is the first person to get the the boot once you get down to the nitty gritty. Um, and so she's basically like the, in the way that she described it, she's basically saying she doesn't want to get Tiffany. Mm-hmm. Uh, that she just doesn't want uh, to be the Tiffany who does all the work and then gets cut uh, once it gets down to it. Um, she wants somebody else to be in that role. Uh so what was particularly interesting about her, I thought, was that um, one of the questions Mike asked was in, you know, in the in the first week or whatever. Uh, uh, OK, on eviction night, would you rather flip the votes against the house to help your individual game or go with the house to help your overall alliance? Uh, a lot of people said, weirdly, that they would go with the house to help their overall alliance uh, because that's they were like, because that's what would be good for my individual game. It's like, that's not the point of the question. Uh, you didn't comprehend that. Um, but <laughs> yes. Um, but Taylor had an interesting response to this because most people said like, well, I would go with the house at first, but then I would start cutting. Then I would start doing my own thing. 
Taylor said early on, I would, I would flip the votes early. I would flip the votes, make my mark. And then once things are settled into what I want them to be, I would calm it down and want things to go smoothly, which is the correct order of operations. Right. Right. Uh, I like that a lot because at some point, you know, your, your game is lost. You just don't know it yet. Exactly. Exactly. Make the moves early, set up the pieces to help you and then you lock it in. Okay. Uh, anything else that Taylor said that really jumped out to you? Um, she loves Danielle Reyes. Danielle R. Uh, she called her. Danielle R. She did. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, she, uh, and she wants to win some competitions to prove her worth in the game. Um, but doesn't want to have to rely on them, obviously. Uh, just overall, like every answer was just very solid. Yeah. Uh, no missteps. Um, even when, uh, asked about like, would you nominate like big character or big players or go with the house? She was like, I don't want to be boring. Nominate the big players. Come on. Mm hmm. Um, I, I did notice that there were a couple of players that they referred to contestants by like uh, Daniel R. Pal- Paloma referred to uh, Tyler C. At one point, Tyler like, C. Uh, was a weird one. Yeah, Cody California. Yeah, so I don't know why uh, that that's a thing to use the past house guest like last name initial. Well, especially especially when it's like with Danielle, you kind of get it right. There's multiple Danielles. Uh, there's 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 only one Tyler. There's only one Tyler. There's only one Tyler. (laughs) Tyler C. Mm -hmm. Makes no sense. Tyler C. Okay. One last house guest to talk about. Uh, The oldest house guest of the season. It's Terrence. Terrence. Yes. The bus driver. 47 years old from Chicago. He's the life of the party. Um, uh, He says he has an alpha vibe. Okay. Um, I like it. And uh, he um, he very much he likes Derek and Xavier. They, yeah. He says they played similar games. He liked how consistent they were. Um, very stable. He doesn't want an overthinker in his alliance, questioning the plan. Right. Like doesn't like that. I was like really trying to like, wait, is he saying talk about Derek X or Derek L? Uh, and see that, yeah, that one, you, L, the, the think, yes. but, then, but then, yeah, then he talked about like a flawless game. Uh, so that the context clues, I think he was talking about, uh, Derek BB 16. Um, uh, what do you think about this fedora? Because I, I, I wonder it, it's giving pop and Paul Jackson. What do you think? <laughs> Life of I the mean, party, if if, older if, guy, if, if, fedora. Pop and Paul Jackson, you're doing something right. Mm-hmm. So, uh, may, maybe, maybe. Yeah. So I, I'm ex- so excited for Terrence. I mean, look it, at this. You've gotten my hopes up because now if I, if I don't get a, I have to be the bad guy right now, I will become the bad guy. Alpha I'm energy. Yeah. 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 I mean, Terrence could be great. I, that, I, I think that Terrence uh, might be like the, like it, that the potential here is sky high. I, I would hope so. Yeah, not. I don't think he'll win, but I'm talking about like uh, no. give give me uh, what we all want: good TV, right? <laughs> yes, yes. Okay. I'm con. I, I will say I'm concerned that he's going to be somebody who just wants to be with the cool kids and uh, will kind of be strung along by a big alliance, um, and then kind of you know. Mm-hmm. But I hope not. Okay. Yeah, I, I don't think they'd put him on the show if he's that guy. Hope. Well, you know, I would hope. I would hope not. But mm-hmm. yeah. Okay. Um, 
Yeah, I feel like he didn't say anything uh, particularly. Uh, it, like, it, like he seems like he would have a big personality, but I feel like that uh, watching his uh, video interview, I feel like he didn't really uh, pop off the screen. Yeah. Okay. But I agree. We'll see. All right. And those are our 16 house guests of Big Brother uh, 24. There, there it is. Go. There you go. All right. Taryn, um, we uh, are about yeah, tw- 24 and a half hours away from uh, getting to see everybody in action. I hadn't set up at the top of the show that we are going to have our Big Brother 24 draft coming mm. up. We're actually going to do it on Thursday night. Uh, we will have uh, seen the, the house guests in one episode and in approximately uh, 18 hours of feeds. Yeah, minus sleeping time, probably. Yeah, minus sleeping time. Uh, And so we will be doing that on Thursday night. Uh, So be on the lookout for that. That's going to be at 8 p.m. Eastern. Uh, Let me know if I have that right. 8 p.m. Eastern. uh, We will draft. And for the first time that we will draft after the house guests are in the house. Yes, it should be interesting. I think it adds an an interesting element of uh, like we actually have some some genuine stuff to talk about in terms of uh, why we're picking the people we are beyond just uh, like last season we didn't even have any video mm-hmm. <laughs> like for Tiffany we had like five lines of, of answers yeah and so I think that this will be a real like a uh, truer sense of like uh, what what's going on we may know an HOH but I mean last year you, knew, you if you knew Frenchie was the HOH we were like where was he going first pick Frenchie first was he gonna go number one I Obviously, we'll find out. So uh, there will be plenty of intrigue coming up on Thursday night uh, when we draft live. So we will be uh, live after the episode coming up on Wednesday night. And then we will have our uh, draft coverage as well live on Thursday night. OK, uh, so uh, that being said, uh, Taryn, any any th- other thoughts on Big Brother 24? Uh, let's, let's do it. It's another season, another summer. Um, and, uh, look, if at any point you feel disappointed by the season, luckily we just had a, a, a great big brother Canada season. Uh, so, uh, we're, like we're, we're good. We what don't do you, have to, we don't have to be too upset. Okay. So you, so you I think we we're going to suggest that people could go watch the big brother Canada season. Instead, you're saying that people should like, even if this is, uh, not such a great season of BB 24, just be well, happy that, that there was a good season of, uh, big brother already this year. What I would recommend, because look, you can't just not watch the season. You have yeah. to watch the, whether you watch, whether it's through the podcast or the episodes or the feeds or Twitter, whatever it is, you got, you can't, you can't just not watch a season because yeah. then you're missing vital information when it comes to all kinds of discussion in the future. You got to watch the whole season, but at least this season, you can know, you can rest assured that at the end of the season, if you haven't watched Big Brother Canada, you can then go and, and get a good, good, nice, good season in for you. Uh, and if you have already watched it, you can just rest, you, your heart can be content with the fact that you have enjoyed a good season of the show yeah and to that point also that um look i think it's going to be a good season uh we're gonna hope it's gonna be a good season but even when it's a bad season uh sometimes that's when the podcasts are the best we always have fun we are gonna we're gonna talk about it one way or another okay so of course uh we've got a jam-packed lineup for you uh in our podcast feed of course uh make sure you subscribe but we also have a lot going on for the patrons of rob has a podcast let me tell you a little bit about what we have coming up here for you uh in uh the summer here for the patrons of rob has a podcast uh we're gonna have a not one but two 
patron shows for you uh, every week. Uh, that is going to be first uh, with Taryn. I'll be live on Fridays. We'll be taking your calls for the BBQ and a Taryn, I thought we had a lot of fun last year on the BBQ and a yeah, BBQ and a very, uh, it's like, uh, a, a gem. It's like a diamond in the rough. Yeah. It's, uh, it's, it's, it's a cult classic. Yeah. Okay. Well, we'll be live on Friday afternoons to take your calls and talk about everything that's going on in the house. And then on Monday nights, I'll be back with the slop talking about all of the nonsense going on, not just in the big brother house, but in the entire world of uh, big brother on social media. Uh, we'll be uh, doing that for the patrons only live on Monday nights. Uh, you can get that plus the patron five for five, all the other patron shows we do, including also that uh, we may uh, also uh, try to get more alumni interviews this year. Uh, what we will do, Taryn and I will do those interviews uh, for the patrons of Robert's podcast uh, live and then put them in the podcast feed uh, sometime thereafter, not to mention access to the Rob as a podcast community. That's all at Rob has a website.com slash patron. And we have a uh, once a year offer right now for a premiere week only. You can get two months free on an annual membership on Patreon. That's at Rob has a website.com slash patron. That's like most of the Big Brother season free. Mm-hmm. Taryn, and then we also have coming up here for Big Brother 24. Okay, we're going to be live after all the episodes. Tuesday night, there'll be the Big Brother roundtable as well. Uh, where Taryn, Melissa, and members of the RHAP podcast team will rank all the players. Uh, I told you about the patron shows on Friday with the Q&A, the mon- on Monday with the slop, and then join Taryn Every day of the week, live at 11 a.m. Eastern, 8 a.m. Pacific. Join me. Yep. If you're watching us here on video as well, make sure you hit the subscribe button on YouTube or on Twitch to make sure you don't miss an episode. And join us. It's a lot of fun to chat during uh, the episodes, of course. Um, It'll be a very fun summer. That's it. That's all we have for tonight. Go to robswebsitecom slash subscribe as well to make sure uh, everything is uh, ready to go. Okay. And then oh, what's this? Okay. Uh, and then, uh, yeah, here's, here's a couple of, uh, uh, here's, who's this? Paloma, Monty, and the pooch. Gotta have the pooch. Okay. All right. So let's see if this is an o- a good omen for the Big Brother 24 premiere. Will one of these three faces be the HOH? Perhaps. Maybe Maybe. this is spoilers. Yeah. Okay. Join us on uh, Wednesday night uh, for that. And then for the draft. Okay. Oh, three other faces here. What does it mean, Taryn? It's uh, maybe these are the top three picks. Okay. Uh, Join us for the Big Brother draft coming up on uh, Thursday night as well. Okay. Got anything else? Okay. Um, and then, of course, make sure you subscribe. Robinswebsite.com slash subscribe. Uh, Taryn, uh, the first live feed update will be uh, Thursday morning. Thursday morning. Okay. We'll make it happen. We'll talk about uh, what we saw. First night of feeds. We'll, um, they'll have just moved in. We'll have uh, first impressions. All kind of fun stuff. Okay. All right. Uh, Taryn, what's coming up for you? Uh, come hang out with me on Twitch. Twitch.tv slash Taryn Armstrong. I'll be live during the episodes all season long watching along with you, uh, reacting to them in the moment. It's always a, a very fun time, so make sure you come and hang out for that. Again, twitch.tv slash Taryn Armstrong. Uh, we've also been playing uh, the social strategy uh, deduction uh, lying murder game. 
of Goose Goose Duck, yes. a- aka Among Us, every every Sunday. Uh, and I recently started uh, churning out some uh, some videos of some of the old Among Us games that we were playing uh, back during the pandemic, the quarantine. Um, so you can check I those remember. out on my YouTube channel. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Uh, uh, one of one of the best ones, early ones, was uh, you and me, Rob. We we pulled out a win. We tricked them all. Nice, nice. Yeah. Um, I love that for us, Darren. It was great. Yeah, and it was so nice to be back here, getting to podcast uh, with you here today. Uh, we'll be back doing this on the regular here now that Big Brother is uh, coming back in, but twenty four hours. Thank you so much uh, for joining us here today. Enjoy uh, the last little stretch before we're in full-fledged Big Brother. Take care, everybody. Have a good one. Bye. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on Chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.